You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Church family, hey, I hope Thanksgiving has been a fantastic season for you in the middle of a messy year. Man, we are looking for some good things, and I got, I've got good things today. So today's podcast is just sharing with a friend from church. I brought my friend Zach Vote in. Zach and I have been friends for several years. Like I remember Zach, you know, when you began to visit the church, sitting in the balcony, you were dating Carrie. At that time, she was Carrie Inman before you married. <laughs> and, you know, you were sitting up in the balcony, and you and I would strike up conversations sometimes around town or whatever. Uh, and then I got to officiate your wedding and just have watched you for years and just been a friend for a while. So I know you, but it's possible that some folks in church might not. So just if you will, take a second to inter- introduce your family. Tell tell our podcast listeners you know what you go home to every day. Okay. Zach Vote here. I'm 33. I've got a beautiful wife, Carrie. She is a behavioral specialist. I believe I got that right. Um, at Pedal Primary, we have two a very energetic and the funniest <laughs> personality little girls. One just turned five, Zoe, and an Isla Ann who will be turning two in January. So that's our summary, um, quick summary of them. So husband, dad, and overall just good dude, man. You've been, you've been a positive and encouraging friend to me. I'm glad to have you today. Okay, so one of the reasons that, I, that sparked the podcast is just a hobby of yours, right? So some of the church members will be interested in this. Um, you're, you're a runner. Like I've got a little season in my life where I would look back and say that I was a jogger. You know, I'd go out and take an occasional run. Mm-hmm. I think the difference in jogging and running is the difference in what I did and what you do. But, you know, there's been a good number of folks in our church family over the years who've been big runners. I think about Meg Barnes and, you know, Stephen Hampton, Jeff Beatty, Eric Green. I mean, you've got tons of guys who, you know, triathletes or, you know, half marathons or marathon runners. So this will be a particularly interesting podcast episode for them. So before we talk about what you've done recently, just give me like, I don't know, man, just a minute of your background. When did you start running? How long have you been running? Why do you run? That's a good a good question. So the the funny answer to that is um, my high school senior year. One of my good friends, his name's Levi, actually biblical name, yeah. uh, Levi Johnson of Long Beach High School. Um, he said, Zach, let's do something different. We had senioritis. We were just looking to get through this last year, and um, I blindly followed Levi to the cross country sign up team, <laughs> and um, I think by the end of the year, I ended up making the all district team. So I finished seventh in the um, all-state cross-country district meet or whatever it was. Your first and year. First year, and, you know, that was the um, the hook was set, and I haven't stopped running since. So that was 2005, so we're going on 15, 16 years of running. And, um, you know, you, you described it as a hobby earlier, and I think at some points of my life it was a hobby, but here in the last year or two it's really turned into more of a lifestyle and not from – just the physical benefits of it, but it's it's really transformed my mindset, my mentality, and it's uh, really broken out to every aspect of my life, making me a better person. So that's kind of like the background story of how I've gotten into it, and there's all kind of many stories in between then and now that well, maybe we could tap into, but that's pretty much it. So it started out as a buddy saying, let's do something weird, and it's stuck with me yeah. ever since. So it's funny because I've never, like, I would definitely not say that I'm a runner, right? I mean, the, the furthest distance I've ever run in my, my life, six miles. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a couple of seasons where I started running any distance at all. 
But you know, I look back at that, two things are true about it for me. Right? Mm-hmm. Number one is uh, physically it was necessary. Most of those seasons where I was running are some of the most stressful times of my life. And, you know, we say, I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to exercise. Well, in that season, I didn't have any time, but I had to do it or I was going to lose my mind. Right. You know, and so I extra like just the action of running, changing my body a little bit for a while. I mean, that was good for me mentally. But second is it was actually, I found ways to make it interesting spiritually. Like I can't tell you how I'm not a fast runner. So when I would go out for, you know, to run three miles or whatever, yeah, it's going to take me a minute. You know mm-hmm. I mean? You know, my, my warm up cool down, I'm out, I'm out there 30 minutes. Oh yeah. You know? Uh, it probably takes you eight minutes, but uh, <laughs> but for me, I mean, I'm out there thirty minutes. But I, I found eight that, minutes. I won't take offense to that. The, the, <laughs> out. So, so I'm out there. You know, I'm I'm praying. Mm-hmm. You know, while I'm running, it's a great time for me to pray and talk to the Lord. I even went through a season where I was trying to uh, really study Scripture deeply, and I would take out. Back then, you didn't have uh, Bible apps that would read to you, mm-hmm. so I would take out my voice recorder and I would read a chapter of the Bible. And then I would go jogging and I'd play that chapter of the Bible through my earbuds while I was running so that I could just soak it up and try to get it. So I found I found running to be you know physically therapeutic, but I even even tapped into me spiritually. Like it was a good way for me to connect with God. You ever have any experience like that? Has running ever connected with you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So what you described there, you described somewhat of like a reactive response to running. And I've been that way too before. But like I said, over the last year or two, I have been proactive in the sense of getting ahead of that. So I am, I'm a morning runner. I like getting up early and casting my vote for what type of day that I'm going to have for the rest of the day. I like getting my run in early in the morning. That sets the tone for the rest of the day. It's like, what can happen to me now? I've already won the morning. That sets the tone for the rest of the day. That's, that's you know? good. I also read too that in the morning times um, that whatever frequency our brain absorbs at, it, you're more impressionable in the morning. Okay. So you are in your thoughts. So I'm like you too. I like getting in the Bible, reading scriptures, listening to my Bible lab. And um, oddly enough, a lot of times I don't. People ask me if I I run with headphones. A lot of times I'm just out there going. I'm with my thoughts, and that could be you know I listen to audible books sometimes too. But that's my time to just kind of like decompress. And I mentioned two girls under five or five and under earlier. So that's my decompress time to get my mind right. That's time. awesome. <laughs> so. You started running 15 years ago, uh, and you eventually started running longer distance. When did you, when did you run a marathon? Because you've run a couple, you've run a bunch of marathons, but when was your first marathon? Ooh, that's a good question. So it's, know, been, a, it's been a while then. It, it has been a long time. How many marathons have you run? I have run. I've run. Because I saw you were in South Dakota on Facebook. I did, like, yeah. How cool is that? You went to South Dakota. Right? right, that's a funny story in itself. I think I've run something like six, six marathons in total. You know, it starts with this, well, can I even run a marathon? And then it goes to, I want to qualify for the Boston Marathon. And then you do that and you run. I've run Boston twice, qualified three times. And then it's just like that dangling carrot. Running is the sport that I think I'll go to my grave, um, always chasing this, I call it ceiling searching. You always feel, even if you have a fantastic race, there's always this little tweak of something you feel better that you could have done. You're going to be that 90-year-old man (laughs) that we see shuffling fast feet down the road still running. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All right, so uh, just for fun, let's talk about what you did recently, right? (laughs) So I think people are crazy who run 26 miles. That's amazing. I actually Mm -hmm. think they're heroes. I think it's amazing. But I mean, for my body, I'm looking going 26 miles. My goodness, how can somebody do that? You did not run 26 miles. I did not. You ran 50 miles. (laughs) Yes. You just ran a race for 50 miles. I did. I did. So you were running for eight hours. I was. 
I what, was, was, what was your time for 50 miles? Okay. Well, I can't say that without a little asterisk, but my official time was eight <laughs> hours and 40 minutes. But I had to tie my shoes. I had to right. help an old lady across the road. Right. So there were some things that happened during that race. I got through the 25-mile mark feeling absolutely fantastic. First off, I prepared myself. Um, this last year of transformation, personally, you know, I've really been focusing on mindset, a strong mindset, a growth mindset, and how your thoughts control everything else, that, and everything else just kind of falls in line. So aside with the mindset being a main focus, the weeks preceding the 100-mile event, I was logging 100-mile um, weeks, you know, so I was physically prepared for this as well, too. So all that being said, I got through the first 25 miles, so just short of a marathon, feeling absolutely fantastic. This pace for an event like this, you're not running it at what I would call like a road race, like a fast road race trying to qualify for Boston where you're bumping up against your lactic thresholds and you're trying to sit right in between this window. You know, you go a little past your aerobic threshold and you're going to bonk fast. That's nothing like this here. So I'm running 730s to 8-minute miles for 25 miles, and that's a pace that I could sustain all day is what it felt like. Somewhere after mile 25, around mile 27, I took a wrong turn and I tacked on almost an extra mile. And it doesn't sound like a mile, like a lot in the grand scheme of sure things. <laughs> but when you're in the middle of this, you know, in uncharted territory, it mentally wrecked me. It, it wrecked me. I went to a dark place for a little while there. Um, so I was on pace for sub seven hour, 50, 50 mile. And that is a, a well-respected time for anybody that runs 50 miles, much less your first, right? So I go from being on pace for this fantastic time and to making a wrong turn and really going to the well and mentally. Um, so from mile 27 to mile 38, I rallied. And around mile 38, I started having these really gnarly GI stomach issues where it's just your stomach's cramping and you're dry heaving. And I'll keep it to that description for the podcast let's, listeners. Let's do Let's do yeah. Keep it there. But, you know, just the most miserable feeling that the last thing you want to think to anybody that's a non-runner, you know, that's the last thing you feel like doing when you feel that way. So the last 12 miles turned into a, I'm just going to finish this thing. I signed up to finish this thing. This dropping out is not on the table. I will not be denied. So it turned into a deal cutting of, you know, let's walk a quarter mile to let's run a quarter mile. And after that quarter mile of running was up, I said, no, we're not walking again. You know, pushing through. So it was um, uh, mental resiliency and so for that sake, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the effort, but um, the competitor in me knows I left, you know, I'm not done with that well, distance. Well, let's just, I'll tell you, I'll meet you next Saturday morning, <laughs> we'll do it together. So eight hours mm. on the road. I'm mm. impressed, man. That's awesome. So way to go. Here's a huge pat on the back. Like you're, <laughs> you're my hero. So shifting gears a little bit, just bigger picture. Let's just take a minute to see. I just, you know, I've known you a while. Mm-hmm. Um and I just see, I just get the sense that God's doing good things in your life, like on the inside. Mm-hmm. Just give us a glimpse as we wrap up this podcast. Give us some good news. Like what, I mean, what, what's been going on in your heart lately? What's God been doing with you? And uh, man, I'm proud of the running, but you know, that's a part of a bigger picture, right? So mm-hmm. let us in a little bit, Zach. What's God doing? The success in the in the running scene is just a byproduct. Um, t- August 2019. I became acutely aware that I had been drinking too much and it, I was falling into the trappings of the drinking. I wasn't the person that I knew myself to be. And um, in August of last year, I said, that's it. I'm not going to do it this anymore. 
and that day, um, um, I told myself, you know, I kind of use running as my guideline, knowing that every other aspect of my life will follow. And if my running's right, if you're physically right, you know, I'll be a better person. So I, I kind of made a selfish point to challenge myself over the next year to set a personal best from the 5k distance to the marathon distance and knowing what changes would come with that my spirituality my role as a husband a father a son and all those things you know a a follower of christ would fall in line with that and so really just working inwards and outwards and what i've you know i just had this overwhelming sense of gratefulness and thankfulness you know and i hope that i ooze that and i'm to the point now where you know it's like at what point do i minister to other people that maybe have fallen to those yeah. similar trappings because it's and it's it could be different you know it could be a food addiction it could be a this addiction but it's it's you know it's the trappings of the world that you know nobody's above it and um you know i, I turned my life over and it's it's been a blessing really well get man, I'm, I'm proud of the running but i'm even more proud you know, of, of just the way you're being a husband and a father and a son and a believer and all the things that God's doing. It's exciting to hear some good news. Mm-hmm. Zach, thanks for coming in. Like just to open your world a little bit and chat with our church family. Uh, man, I, I, I hope that this will set Thanksgiving for a lot of folks. You know, just as you're sitting here so thankful for what God's doing in your life, just celebrate, just happy, just positive. Man, I would love for that to become contagious. Thanks a ton for being with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Ben. So church family, thanks for listening to this podcast episode. Listen, whether you are a runner or not, isn't this great? It's fun just to think about (laughs) running 50 miles and even more fun just to talk to a fantastic guy. So share this podcast with somebody that you like um, and let's have a fantastic Thanksgiving together. Thanks a lot, Zach.